Welcome back to the Downtown Den, and I'm delighted to be joined today by Gary Murray, who is the Regional Manager for Crime Stoppers here on Merseyside. Gary, welcome to the Den. Thank you. Pleasure to be here. So, obviously, we've got uh, this event coming up with the Chief Constable, and I know that you work very closely with the police in terms of the work that Crime Stoppers does. But perhaps you can just explain to listeners the sort of work that you guys get involved in, because I think that the detail, perhaps some of the um, behind-the-scenes stuff that you guys get involved in isn't necessarily appreciated by the wider community. Yes, well, the first thing that... uh like to say is Crime Stoppers is an independent charity. We work with many partners uh, and the police are one of those crucial partners uh, that we work with. And our sole reason for existing is to give the public an opportunity to give information on all types of crime totally anonymously. They can either ring us in 0800 555 or go online uh, and fill in our online form. And each year, over 200,000 people throughout the UK contact Crime Stoppers, and we guarantee their anonymity. On Merseyside, we get about uh, 7,500 pieces of information from Merseyside each year. 7,500 people or pieces of information? 7,500 that- pieces of information. Okay. That is roughly on about... 10,000 individual crimes, because sometimes when people report... Duplicate. That's duplicated. Yeah. And that is only a third of the contacts that we have from Merseyside. So it's probably roughly over 20,000 people. Uh, Some of those reports that we get don't have enough detail for us to pass on, or some of them they should be contacting other agencies direct. Uh, and so once that information comes into Crime Stoppers, what's the process? What happens to it then? So whether it comes in by telephone or online, and two-thirds of our information now comes in online. Really? Yeah. Uh, whereas when I started 15 years ago, it was all on telephone. So now with smartphones, that information tends to come online. Uh, although our call handlers, when they pick up that telephone, they can't identify the, where that call has come from. So it could be coming from Scotland or Northern Ireland uh, or Merseyside. Uh, they don't know what crime type that call is going to be on. So it could be on low-level drug dealing or it could have been uh, around a murder. Uh, so that information is we fill it in in a log. It is checked by the call agent that there's nothing in that information that could identify the person that's given that information. It's then double-checked, and once we're happy that there's nothing could identify that individual, we then uh, immediately pass that on to the relevant police force. And then that goes into the whole intelligence jigsaw, if you like. Uh, It could be the first time a force knows about that individual and that crime, or it could be the crucial part at the end of that investigation that would lead to an arrest. Mm. And I guess that given the cuts that we've seen in resources to the police in recent times, the service that you provide is absolutely crucial in terms of them being able to operate at least more efficiently than they'd be able to do otherwise. Well, when you think of how much a murder investigation costs the force, so if Crime Stoppers gets 
names of individuals involved straight away, that automatically there's a lot of money could be saved uh, because they have uh, individuals to focus on. Uh, That information that we get is crucial to the police across a whole range of crimes. And as I say, it it could be on cannabis cultivation. It could be on business crime. uh, It could be attacks on uh, the retail sector. Uh, which is very relevant at the minute, uh, or it could be uh, on those really high-profile murder cases that unfortunately we've seen in the last 13 or 14 months in Merseyside. Mm. Uh, and you mentioned other stakeholders and other agencies. Who are your other touch points within that wider public sector service then? Uh, we work with Action Fraud a lot, uh, Customs and Excise, uh, Border Force, uh, anti-terrorism. Uh, we, we also have relationships with other agencies that provide help and support. So if a young person should contact us, we can automatically transfer them to Childline. Or if a victim of domestic abuse contacts us direct, we can automatically uh, transfer them to other agencies who would be better placed to deal with that individual. So you can act very much as a signpost and agency as well as being the place that will take and assimilate information and then pass that on to the police. Equally, you're a good place to start if somebody perhaps is thinking, where can I go, which is the right agency for me? If they contact Crime Stoppers, you can point them in the right direction. I, I would uh, recommend people would go on their website, uh, click on the crime type that they... Uh, feel that is affecting them. So if it was domestic abuse uh, or county lines, we have pages on on those type of crimes on our website. And there we give information of other agencies that uh, people could contact. But if somebody rings up and wants help and support, then we will endeavour to give them the relevant contact details of the agency best suited to their situation. Yeah, And of course, some people are desperate and they're not necessarily thinking straight and they're a bit anxious going online might not be the first pull to call. They may think actually they want to speak to somebody. So yeah. it's good to know that if they contact you guys, you can at least, as I say, point them in the right direction. Listen, Gary, what's the situation in terms, I've mentioned, uh, you know, cutbacks to the police. What's the situation with funding for, for Crime Stoppers? Where do you guys get your money from? There's three main sources of funding. Uh, one, the Home Office gives us a grant that probably pays about a third of our costs. Two, we get donations, and we also uh, fundraise through uh, trusts, foundations, and people doing things like running marathons for Crime Stoppers, like other charities. Uh, And then we have a commercial side to the organisation. So uh, police forces would pay Crime Stoppers to handle the information that comes in. Uh, So there's a charge for our contact centre, to each police force. Uh, we also run a number of integrity lines. So companies uh, who are looking for a reporting line, we, we provide that service and that is the guaranteed anonymity that Crime Stoppers gives to all employees. Uh, we have uh, lots of commercial uh, services that we offer, uh, things like major supermarkets, but also... Uh, about thefts within the whole uh, sort of range of uh, 
either internal or external in some of the businesses, supermarkets, if you like, in the, the supply chain, their staff, uh, also their customers. And we provide integrity lines for their staff to report bullying and other things. So we have a whole range of things like that. We also provide uh, the ports with a port safe uh, initiative that we have, that if anybody who's working or connected with the ports uh, knows anything about suspicious activity, then they can contact a special number and that's uh, passed on to the port authorities. So with a whole range of commercial uh, enterprises that, that uh, helps Crime Stoppers exist yeah. and provide the service uh, totally free to the public. If anybody rings us up, there's no phone charges or anything, uh, unlike 101 or other services. Uh, yeah, it's good to know that there's plenty of places where you can generate income. I suppose the, the final couple of questions from me, Gary, you say you've been involved now for over a decade? 15 years. Yeah, so a decade and a half. And and what first got you involved? Uh, I worked in the charity sector. And I was doing a lot of work with volunteers and, and we have volunteer committees all over the country. Uh, and I've always liked to work with organizations that actually make a difference. And Crime Stoppers really does make a difference in communities throughout the country and uh, particularly in Merseyside. Uh, and what we, we don't just try and appeal for information. We try, try and encourage the public and give them a voice that uh, if they're experiencing crime in their community, they have the ability and the power to make a difference by giving us information about crime. And it's that long-term work in communities that really makes a difference. So, you know, as we saw, in, in unfortunately, in Dovecot last year with the uh, murder of young Olivia, that Crime Stoppers was involved there. We were involved with partners in that, uh, that area and the community from feeling despair and hopelessness uh, when the information was coming into Crime Stoppers and they felt that they could report uh, freely and totally anonymously, then uh, the, the community uh, took back control, if you like. And uh, so I, I do like working in organisations that really do make a difference uh, to our communities. And if somebody wants to get involved on the volunteer side of Crime Stoppers, if they just go onto our website and all the details there of how they can uh, be involved, uh, there's a little form you can fill in and that'll come to me and I'll arrange a, a telephone call with them. Uh, we have a very active uh, volunteer committee on Merseyside of people from all walks of life who just want to give back and want to get that message out there that you can make a difference and Crime Stoppers is totally anonymous, 24-7. 365 days a year, we're there for any information that the public has about crime and we can guarantee it will be totally anonymous. Gary, it's been an absolute pleasure to hear what Crime Stoppers does. Thanks very much for all you do because obviously you make a huge difference as you've indicated there to what happens in Merseyside and, uh, and good luck for the next 15 years. Thanks, Frank. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. <laughs>